What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Now, what in the hell is that you were doing? I'm getting crunk. I'm getting hyped. Hey, obviously Carla is feeling good. What is up, beautiful people? Welcome to the podcast. What's up, what's up? This is Lesby Brutally Honest. My name is Nick Rochelle, if y'all new to us. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. Yes, yes. Speaking of married, hey, we just celebrated our three-year wedding anniversary yes y'all and to the people that watch us and that come over here that's listening if y'all sent us love thank you so much yes we got so much love from so many people it felt really good um and uh well how, how would you say you uh enjoyed your did you enjoy your your anniversary what did we do I did. You know, I always, y'all, me and Nick, we always take time to um, spend time with each other. That's one of the things that I said I think Nick does really good about. Um, Not even, it was our anniversary, but she always say, okay, we need to take some time to ourselves. But um, we cooked together. Yes. (laughs) Y'all, we cooked some, uh, (laughs) shout out to Lily. She had did a video where she cooked some uh, pasta shells. And the whole time in the video, I'm like, I want some pasta shells. And Carla was like, I got to make some pasta shells. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so we made the taco pasta shells, y'all. It was Bussin' bussin'. Man, what? Oh, my goodness. And then we topped them with, like, free chili cheese Fritos. Yes, so much so, y'all. I just told Nick, I said, honey, my body is trying to act up because they want some more of these pasta shells. Yes, and shout out to the people who are also watching us via Odyssey. Again, if you want to actually watch the podcast, you can do that by visiting our website, www.nickandcarla.com. But if you're already watching, you can see, yes, guys... I still have on the shades. Bless the Lord, y'all. But I'm not recovering from a hangover. What's going on today, baby? Well, (laughs) Thanksgiving (laughs) is right around the corner. As a matter of fact, this is going to drop on Thanksgiving. Wait a minute, you in disguise? (laughs) (laughs) So, Big Gear, Big Gear is out. Oh, okay. She's out. Yes, she's out yeah, and ready to play. Honey, big girl, big girl. That bitch is doing more than shaking the cage. That bitch swinging from the cage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she throwing up gang sign. Crip walking, <laughs> motherfucker. She doing all type of shit. <laughs> she out, y'all. And, and it's like, I, I'm try, it's like we're having a back and forth moment. You know, I'll, I'll wild out with the food. And then I'll take a break and I'll take a step back. Yeah. And I'll wild out and then I'll take a step back. That's kind of the battle we're having. But I know because Thanksgiving is like in two days. It's going down. Yeah. But, you know, I can honestly say, y'all, I still, I have still been doing really good. Yeah. It's like I track. Even when I go over, I am still tracking. That actually has been helping. Like, yeah. Carla has been, like, making me track my calories in, like, the, the um calorie tracker. Yeah. And sometimes I'll look and see what I ate. And I, I would think that I did like the worst damage, but then I was like, you know what? I didn't, I didn't fuck up as bad as I think. Yeah, thought I did. And I think that's what happened. It's like in your mind, 
you already feel like you're doing bad, so you'd be like, shit, I might as well go out. Hey, I'm going to tell you now, what she said, what Carla said, that was me the entire time. It's kind of like, if I'm doing good, doing my diet good, sticking to it, but the minute I fuck up, I would have moments in my past where I'd be like, you know what, I fucked up. I'm just going to fuck. I'm going all out. Yeah. But it's like I've noticed that it's helped maintain balance in my life, not just completely giving up. Yeah. I'm still, y'all, I'm, I'm still, like, even though my big girl out, she just don't know. I'm stronger. I'm going to shut this bitch down. Like, <laughs> bitch, you can play right now. I'm going to let you have your little fun. It's about to be Thanksgiving going to turn up. Yeah. But and, when uh, I tell you she going to get shut down, she going to be hurting. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy, like, <laughs> for our um, wedding anniversary. So what we did is um, we unplugged because, you know, we doing this social media shit full time. So I thought it was really important to unplug and just spend time with my wife, you know, just look her in her eyes, have conversations. We always laughing, but like to do this shit without having to worry about pick up the camera and record it and all that. It was just amazing. We went on a nice hike. We came home, put on some nice (laughs) music. We, um, we set up the, um, uh, the tables where we're facing each other and then Carla came up with some questions. Yeah. Some, uh, where did you get those questions from? Off of Pinterest. Yeah. Um, it's up under like relationships. So it's questions that um, help to start conversation. So it was 10 questions and we just kind of did that throughout having our appetizer and dinner and it was really nice. And then did we watch a movie? What did we do after that? I think we watched a movie or we... I can't remember. I don't know. I, just, I didn't get drunk. I don't... I just... <laughs> I just know I enjoyed my time with my wife. Now, one of the questions that came up was... um, It was about the hall pass. Oh, um, yeah. It's like we were asking each other, if I gave you a hall pass, would you accept it? Yeah. And most of y'all, if y'all been following us a long time, y'all probably already know my answer. Um, y'all know Carla. Sometimes she like to wild out. We never know what the hell she gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my question was no, and it's mainly because no, that was the question that you asked me. Yeah, but then it? we but we yeah, went we back both, and forth. Yeah. So like you answered. So what did you say? So. Uh, what I said was, I told her no. I said, because, you know, it's just been a lot of stuff going on, and it's actually been making me think, okay, if Nick and I was in that situation, what would happen? And I was thinking, like, Nick and I, we have, like, y'all, we have a bond that's, like, out of this world. Yeah. And I said, like, if we was to link up with a couple or if we was to bring somebody into our relationship, I think because we would know that we did it, it will actually like put um, discord in our relationship. Yeah. That's what I feel like will happen. And the way I felt was like, you know, some people, they will listen to other couples or other people and see how they would answer that question to try to decide if, if that's an answer that they will have for themselves. And I was like, you really can't do that. You can't gauge what your answer would be based off other people. Because what if this type of love, I told Carla, I said, what if this type of love that me and you have, what if that couple that said that they would give each other a hall pass, Mm -hmm. what if they don't love each other the way that we love each other? Yeah. What if they are not having this same experience? And it's like this experience because, and that's why I'm thankful for experiencing life and multiple relationships because I know what I have with Carla 
is hard to find. And I'm like, because I know that, I would not risk it letting somebody else in just for a quick sexual experience. It's not it's not that it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not and worth then it. And I think you also brought up the fact that um it's somebody it's some people out there that wish they had a love like we had. Yeah. 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 And uh and speaking of that, like um and shout out to her. I'll try to keep her anonymous, but um she did uh leave a comment. We were making a video reacting to Lily and uh, this person, they left a comment, like three different comments pretty much just going in um, on how they don't love each, like how they, how love is just not working out for them. So this is what it said. It said, I always hear that there's someone for someone, but I stopped believing in that when I've been through the worst in relationships. And now I'm at a stage of my life that there is not someone for someone. It's okay to be alone and die alone as long as you realize that your life is this is it and take that it as is. So pretty much you're saying like, just accept the fact that you just meant to be alone and just die alone. And so I actually responded to this comment, but this was like my first and last response. I said, this is the stage your soulmate usually shows up. Both me and my wife felt this way right before we showed up in each other's lives. So that was my response to that comment. And then they came back and they like rebutted what I said. And this is what they said. I hear y'all, but I can't believe that anymore. I feel like I was put on this earth to help the broken because that's what I've been dealing with is broken women. The real I speak to them, they can't or don't understand or feel I'm being judgmental when I'm just trying to get them to have a growth mindset and they don't be ready for the real coming from me. So I definitely just know for sure that it's okay to be alone and die alone. There's no one out there on the growth mindset that I have in two, yet just all broken women that I run into. So I'm okay being alone as long as I help the ones that are broken then hey, you know? I don't, it's like, I hear what they're saying, but I know Nick and I, y'all, we always say like, you have to be careful about the words that you speak. So I guess my question is, is, you know, if you're attracting broken people, that would mean that there's something about you that's attracting this individual. Like they say, like attracts like. And even though she's saying they haven't done the growth or they're not where I am, it's like, y'all, like, let's just keep it real. It's a lot of people that feel like, oh, this person not on my level. Like, but how do you know when people are on your level? It took work for you to get there. So just because somebody is broken last year don't mean that next year they can't be where they're supposed to be everybody have to go through that at one point i was a broken person thank god i had people that believed in me to help me be like you know what i guess i am good at that and that was simply because i came from a household where I wasn't encouraged. I wasn't told, like, you can do that. So it was kind of like when I got older out here in the world, I was kind of questioning myself, questioning the world, running into shit I wasn't familiar with because I was sheltered. Yeah. But I'm not broken today. Do I have shit that I need to work on today? Yes, we all do. You can always be better tomorrow than you was today. But... 
I just feel like, again, if you're speaking that, you're speaking that over yourself. You know, oh, well, I, I'm just here to fix the broken. For you to even say that, you're attracting broken people. Yeah, and it shows a sign of brokenness within, you know, yourself. Yeah. But you notice that I did my one response, but then after that, because they came back and they were leaving more comments, like another one, it's like everyone is not meant for the college life. Some is just meant to work all their life. So I respect what you and Nick is saying, but love is not for me anymore. Now, this is it. I don't see nothing wrong with anyone just making the decision to be alone because you got this person right here. They left a comment. They said, I'm fine with being alone for now been alone for six years now because just looking at other people going back to the same toxic situations people can't be trusted I'm focused on my growth and goals and don't need anything or anyone hindering me so Man. it's like if you're in this mindset like look you know I'm just focusing on me growing up my stuff you'll be amazed by the sometimes a soulmate can show up but the thing is it's nothing wrong with just wanting to be alone but what I, the reason why I wanted to kind of highlight this situation is because I wanted to tell people to really beware, be aware of the narrative that you feed yourself. Because the reason why I could not argue with her or go back and forth with her is because whatever you believe, that is true for you. Yes. So if she believed that love don't live here no more <clears throat> and she won't find anyone, she only attract broken people, who am I to tell her that's not the case or that it can be different when that's what she's telling herself? Yeah. It's like somebody who made a statement who said, whether you believe you can or believe you can't. Yes. You're right. Yes. So, and, and me and Carla... We really believe, we really think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So we believe in this mindset of being in a nice, happy place. Just imagine us being in this nice, happy place. And you have people who are not there. So we like to shoot shit out to try to encourage to help bring them up. Yeah. But I'm not going to leave my happy place to try to sh to bring you up or try to prove to you that it, it's a better, it's, it's bliss up here. It's, a, it's amazing. Not bliss, but it's just is happiness and 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 abundance up here. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to leave this place to try to pull you out of this 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 hole that you're in because then I can get pulled down in that yes, hole. Yes, honey, they'll pull you down in that sinkhole and yeah. you'll be wondering what the hell. As a matter of fact, that's another thing too. Like if you're high, vibrating high again, thinking in terms of energy, frequency and vibration, if you're vibrating high, only go so far to try to bring someone up because you can drag yourself down. You can get dragged down. Yeah. So it's like whether she hears this podcast or whether someone else is listening to us and they're feeding themselves just a negative narrative. And it don't even have to be about love. It can be about money. It can be about um, the dream life you have, the, the, the home, the, the, the spirituality, anything. If you're feeding yourself a negative narrative, and you're looking around you and your reality is reflecting that, that's why. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> then when you come across people like who are outside of that shit looking in and they know it can be better, they most likely are only going to go so far to yeah. try to explain it to you because I'm not going to get dragged out of my happy place to try to bring you out. Yeah. It's kind of, and what Nick just said, y'all, I have a um, really good friend and even with people that you know, you 
still have to have that boundary, right? Yeah. You only do so much even with your loved ones. Yeah. Because you can have loved ones that are really negative and what you can do if you don't like to see them in that place, you can try to talk to them. But if it's feel like they just, you know, still standing on that, you even have to bag off from them sometimes as yeah. much as you love them. Yeah, like I actually have a family member. I love her so much. But she's one of those woe is me type of people. Yeah. You know, and it's like I got to love from a distance. Let me ask you this. Um, do you feel like woe is me people know that they're those type of people? I don't know. I don't know. Because my thing is awareness is what give you that power to fix the issue. So yeah. if you are aware, maybe they maybe they don't know. Maybe they're not aware of the impact that it has on people around them. I think sometimes they're not aware. Yeah. Because um, I had my good friend that I was just talking about used to, you know, just be negative all the time. And one time I just asked her the question. I said, do you think that you continue to attract negative because you're always, you know, yeah. speaking negative? And she actually took a second and she was like, she was like, you know what? She was like, I never thought about that. So um, shortly after, I started noticing that she would do better. Like when she would text me or like if she was going through something, she would try not to like dwell on it as much. And it does seem like her life has gotten better, but she still have work that she needs to do. But I think sometimes people don't even know. And see, this is the thing. That's why, like, it really is important to... I'll say not necessarily... It's, it, it's beneficial to have friends that are bold enough to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because that's what I was telling Carla, because it's crazy. Um, something happened where... Um, trying to think of how I want to uh, word this. But pretty much, I, I told Carla that no matter which ex I would have ended up for a lifetime, it's not to say that I necessarily that I would have been who I am today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because being with you, you helped bring a lot of shit out of me. You helped me face a lot of shadows that I had because you were bold enough to ask me uncomfortable questions yeah. or to make me confront certain things about myself. And I had friends, but my friends were kind of like, you know, they were the type where it's like, we didn't dive deep into uncomfortable situations. Like we only went so far. Yeah. I think you should. Um, like when you're with your friends, I don't think that I think you should have a friend that make you uncomfortable. As a matter of fact, if you have a friend and they're making you uncomfortable, you may want to look deeper into the situation just to see, okay, is this something wrong with this person or are they making me face shit that's going on in my life? Yeah. And I think it's good to have a friend like that, like somebody who is 100% they don't have no reason to talk shit to you but to make you do better like don't run from it because it can help you grow it can and this yeah. again this person this version of me again there's an infinite amount of directions you can go in your life infinite yeah and um so meaning like this version of nick 
exist because I ended up with Carla. And not only did I end up with Carla, when Carla began to make me do shadow work or face certain things that I didn't like about myself, I didn't run away from it. Yeah. If I would have ran away from it, me and you wouldn't be together. I'd be with somebody else and it would be like a different version of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In this reality or whatever reality. I don't know. It gets kind of complicated. The whole quantum physics and metaphysics and all that shit. But speaking of friends, shout out to Sierra, Carla's daughter. <laughs> shout out to my mom too. So, you know, again, Thanksgiving is coming up. So yeah. you got everybody going to Friendsgiving. Yes. <laughs> um... Shout out to them. They're brave. My mom, she went to a... <laughs> I'm sorry. When did Friendsgiving start? Is this something new that just started happening? Because I didn't hear it until this year. So, I, think I don't... Maybe... I mean, it's just a potluck, for real. Yeah. But the first time I heard it was this year. So, is this something that's been going on and people are just now starting to talk about it? Because the first time I heard about it was with my daughter. Yeah, my mom, she said she went to Friendsgiving. I was actually shocked because my mom, she don't just... <laughs> she doesn't eat anybody cooking. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, she found a few little things that she liked or whatever. She said it was this one pie that was there. It's a chocolate pie. She said it was kind of hard to eat it because she kept thinking about that shit pie from... Uh, <laughs> What was that damn? The hell. The hell. Yeah, she kept. <laughs> it was a white lady who made a. Uh, I'm about to say a shit pie, but uh, she made a chocolate pie. She said she avoided that pie the whole time, but everybody was talking about how good it was. And then right at the end, when she was getting ready to leave, um, uh, she was like, "Are you sure you 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 don't want to try the pie? You got to try the pie. It's really good." And then my mom gave in to it, and she said she loved it. Honey, I hope it wasn't shitty booty pie, honey. But I would feel like if it's shit in the pie, you could smell it, right? Uh, she didn't in the help. Well, she was eating that pie. She was gobbling that shit up. <laughs> As a matter of fact, she didn't know until she read that motherfucking book. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sierra Carl's daughter, so she went to her Friendsgiving and uh how was how was the food? Um, so I guess the first time it was a little rocky. What you mean? How was it rocky? So yeah, y'all, y'all <laughs> just know y'all. You know, it's just some <laughs> stuff like you <laughs> you just can't let everybody be over a certain dish. And it just made me think about um, the city girls. Cresha, she showed her family group message. And she said, I don't care what my family say. She said, I'm bringing the ham and the rice. They was in her group thing saying, uh-uh, don't you cook nothing. As a matter of fact, you know that drink you mix with the alcohol? They was like, that's what you bring. And then, so she was saying some. Uh, she was like, what about rice? They was like, uh-uh, that's hard to cook. What? You can bring soda. Rice is not hard to cook. She really can't cook. She done burned the bottom of the pot or some shit. And they was like, they was waving the red flag telling her no. So it's certain dishes like you don't let nobody mess up the motherfucking greens. Yes. Mess up the macaroni. Yes. Sweet potato pies. Sweet potato pie. Um, or the turkey. It's like it's the just dressing. It's yes, and the dressing. It's certain dishes you just have to make sure a person yes. that know how to cook is going to bring it. So it was Amen. this one dish. I guess my daughter was looking forward to, and she was like, uh, she was like, I, <laughs> she was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> she was like, but it wasn't given what it was supposed to be given for the friends giving. So what was the dish? I don't know if I want to say. I don't know if some of them listen to us. Oh. <laughs> 
You are so considerate, honey. And I'm glad I ain't blurted out. <laughs> yes. So then it was like they had another Friendsgiving and she called me. She was like, I think I just want to sign up for this dish because I believe it's this person make this dish again. Uh-huh. I'm a scream because I don't see how you can get this dish wrong. So I told her, no don't sign up for it. I said, because if somebody find out that you know how to make it good, then you're going to be the one that always have to make it. Yes. I know from experience. Yes. Me, I'm always that person. When people know I'm going to be around for the holiday, I already know what they're going to ask me to make. And Carla make the best banana pudding you can ever imagine. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well, you know, my grandma, she's she's basically a banana pudding too. So, you know, yeah. we got to we gotta put it in this rightful place. Right. But it, <laughs> it, it wasn't banana pudding, y'all. And I had to tell her, I said, no, don't sign up for it. So she didn't. And the second time, the person delivered. So, y'all, before the second time happened, I told my daughter, I said, you don't know. I said, everybody has had a time where they didn't make something and they be like, mm, I don't like the way that turned out. I said, that could have been that moment for that person. I said, so if they sign up for it again, I said, then you will know for a fact if they know how to make it. So the second time the person delivered, I said, so you don't know, they could have ran out of ingredients or something. They could have said, I'm just going to use what I got and that's dead because I ain't running to the motherfucking store. So, y'all, just because somebody fucked something up one time don't mean that they'll fuck it up again, y'all. But if you have it a second time and they fuck it up... You're going to have to let them know. You're going to have to let them know, y'all. Just be nice about it. Because my daughter was trying to see, like... How can I tell her? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not easy. Like, even me. Like, once I really like somebody, it's not the easiest to, like, tell them about their shit. Like, them ask some uncomfortable questions. Yeah. It's not easy to come up up by someone like that. So, if you have someone like that in your life, you may need to hang on to them. Yeah. They can help you grow and become a person that you never even thought that you could become. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what you going to say? Oh, I was actually thinking my daughter has come to me several times about two different things these past weeks. And she was just like, look, how do I tell this person this? And I'm like, it's not going to be an easy conversation. I'm like, and you can start off and say, look, um, with us being friends, would you be offended if it was something that I really need to talk to you about? And then just let them know that it's coming from a good place because you wouldn't want, you know, someone else to tell them that's not their friend. And then you deliver the message. Everything is not going to be easy to deliver, y'all. I done been in some hard situations. I done been in some situations where you had to talk to somebody about hygiene, working in the call center. Y'all, that is not no easy shit to tell somebody, look. You stink. You need to get it together. Yeah, that's not. You got some B.O. going on. (laughs) But yeah, and like speaking of Sierra, you know, she's really growing up. Um, Y'all know she got her a new job. She graduated college and um, what was her degree in? It was chemical engineering. Yeah, really good grades, all the good stuff. She graduated. So, you know, she's at her new job as a supervisor and she She's now being faced with all these different um, scenarios and uh, where, you know, she got to put on her big, big girl uh, panties or whatever. She got to boss up. Yeah, but (laughs) I can tell that she has been bossing up because when she called her mom 
And just to, the just to hear her voice, you can hear like a certain type of authority in her voice that I've never heard. Yeah. It's it's subtle, but because I've been around her since she was like, you know, younger, like a, yeah. a preteen or a teenager, a little young teenager, it's like I can hear the grown woman coming out of her. Yeah. And and it's a beautiful thing to witness. Um and I remember um also um she was talking to Carla about what what was going on about working fifty hours a week. Oh <laughs> so she was saying how um Okay, so, y'all, they are new in the work field. Y'all just graduated college. Yeah. Y'all, if y'all ever been new in the work field when you had your first job, you know sometimes jobs, they'll try to take advantage if you let them. It's even worse now, you know, being in the times that we're in. Mm-hmm. So she had this one friend was in a different state in Atlanta, and her the friend does the same job that she do. And um, the friend, she said, Mama, she said, do you know this girl went to work at 6 a.m. And she did not leave until, no, she didn't even say a.m. or p.m. She said she went in at 6 and she said she didn't get off to 10. So I know when my daughter was first in training, she had times where she had to work 12-hour shifts. And I said, wait a minute. I said, so are you telling me she went in at 6? In the morning. 6 a.m. and was supposed to get off at 6 p.m. and she didn't? And she said, no. She said, actually, we're not on. She said, she's not on 12-hour shifts. She was supposed to work an 8-hour shift. I said, so she went in at 6 and was supposed to get off at like 3. I said, and didn't end up getting off until 10. She said, yes. I said, wow. So she ended up telling me that that friend ended up quitting her job. She was like, absolutely not. She was like, what y'all paying me? It's not worth it. She was like, you cannot have work-life balance working like that. So Sierra was saying like one of her other (laughs) friends, she was saying like if she would have told her parent that, she said her parents believe in working hard, like doing 50-hour weeks. Sierra was like, oh, no, ma'am. She said, and my mama don't even work an hour. She was <laughs> like, I will not be working like a slave. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's like, I mean, I think it's dope that Sierra, both Sierra and Bradley uh, can witness, like, their mom living, a, you know, a, a very peaceful life where you're not like caught up in the rat race yeah and um it's interesting we had someone they left a comment on our um because you know we also if you're new to us we have a vlog channel where we vlog our life i don't even know it's some people who listen to us and they may not even know um me and carla we actually live in an rv full time it's a 27 foot travel trailer and uh we pull this mug around Right now, it's just been like in the southeast, but we're getting ready to kind of venture out and just go all over uh, the U.S. And uh, we just live in it full time and we make money different ways, uh, multiple streams of income that has been built over the course of like seven years now, like eight plus years or whatever. Uh, Just different seeds that we've sown are now sprouting out. And um, it's so it's a very rewarding, peaceful life. But it what it took to get here, because we had someone, they left a comment on our vlog that we love today. And they was like, I wish I could live a life like that. And my response to them was, you can, because you can. Yeah. But what it took to get here is taking leaps of faith. You got to be bold and you have to trust yourself. Because when you take that leap of faith, 
not only are you going to have noise coming in your ear from yourself, like you're going to be telling you negative stuff like, girl, why the hell you decided to do this? What the hell are you going to do to pay this bill? Ooh, this extra charge just came out your bank account. Now what yeah. you going to do? <laughs> yeah, all that shit happened when we quit our job. But it's like you got to believe in yourself. I know that shit sound cliche as hell. Man. But when you also have noise from yourself, you're also going to have noise from people outside of you. Yeah. They're going to be asking you questions. What, what are you going to do about this? Did you think about that yet? Man, you crazy as hell for doing that shit. Oh, yeah. you will be back. You know what I'm saying? This is all the shit that me and Carla heard. Um, yeah. When we when we took our our hundredth leap of faith, because we've taken many. <laughs> yeah. You know, y'all, and just how Nick was saying, my kids are fortunate to see me doing this. Just like Nick mentioned earlier, um, like, if she wouldn't have ran into me, it's no telling what type of person she'll be or what version of herself she'll be. I feel the same way about her because I was working my job. And even though I was working my job, I actually, in my head, was like, it got to be more than this. It got to be more than just doing this, trying to make it to the gym, cooking, and doing this shit all over again. I was like, something not right. Like, and I wanted more. So when Nick showed up in my life, she showed me, like, you ain't got to work that job. I remember when I told Nick I didn't want to work. I was like, these people getting on my nerves. She was like, well, quit. I was like, but what am I going to do? She was like, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. And I was just like, what? Like, what? I don't operate like this. Like, I got to have a plan. What the hell is happening? So, yeah, it was kind of like, I did make the decision. My job was having a layoff and I eventually had to make the decision for myself. Like, what are you going to do? After I was already put in an uncomfortable situation, it was like I had to make a final decision about what you're going to do. And I was like, two peas in the bucket. Fuck okay. it. I'm out. But uh, what's interesting about me is I didn't know that, you know, living life for a living or just kind of... um just having like a more of a carefree life and just living intuitively. I didn't know it was possible until I met a guy again, the, I always speak about him, but the mentor that I had, his name was Genesis. And when I met him, he didn't have one way that he made money. It was multiple sources just coming like swirling around him and he just did different things and he just lived his life and he just looked so peaceful but I didn't know it existed until I seen him. So that's why it's such a huge motivation for me to show other people, me and Carla living like this, so they can also see that it's possible because sometimes that's all it takes. Because when yeah. I seen him living like that, I said, that is what I want. It's like I instantly <laughs> knew. I Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I was actually there when Nick met this person. Yeah. But I don't know what I was caught up in doing. I, I was doing something else, but Nick was actually talking with this guy, and she just had questions like, like, what do you do? Like, she was trying to figure it out. And then I just remember after we left, her just still being like, 
like he he told me he do this but she was like I, I don't understand it so she actually went on the search for it yes and on that search of of trying to understand what it means to live life for a living and the way we define live life for a living is to focus on the things that make you happy yeah and to make the best out of every situation every phase of your life that you're in because what we found is when you do that let's say for example when you make the best out of every situation every phase that you're in let's say you're at a job right now you know it's not a job that you want to be at for the rest of your life but you're there yeah find ways to make the best out of that phase of your life when you do that you you put yourself in the frequency of gratitude and happiness and when you do that it allows you to attract more of that but if you're at a job that you're not really fucking with but you all like Oh, this job. I can't stand this motherfucking job. I hate it here. You're going <laughs> to attract more stuff that will uh, uh, reflect or validate the re- the narrative that you keep feeding yourself. That's why I say be careful of the narrative that you feed yourself because whatever it is, you're going to get more of that. And then um, when you focus on the things that make you happy, then you are pulling yourself out of some type of hole. So me and one one thing that makes me happy, I love editing videos. I love being creative. So no matter which job I was at, I made the best out of that job I was at and I kept focusing on the shit that make me happy just being creative so it's like with you you may have some type of hobby you may have something that just brings you joy it could be planting plants i mean planting shit uh talking to people um anything just keep focusing on that and you'll be surprised on on what it can do for you in the future yeah i agree yeah yeah all right, so um, I do want to let y'all know that we are offering private sessions. Uh, so if y'all want to book us one-on-one, maybe have a conversation with us, let us know what's going on in your life. We really like to dwell on relationships, taking leaps of faith, family, friendships, stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, we got Carla, so she may even ask you questions. Some, sometimes I can step up, but yeah. for the most part, my wife, she'll may ask questions that may make you feel uncomfortable, but it may be questions that need to be answered. Yeah. So if you're interested, definitely visit our website, nickandcarla.com, and uh, we'll help you out. Now, what we're getting ready to do now in this segment of the podcast is we're going to read an email that someone sent in. Uh, we keep them anonymous and you also can do the same. You go to our website, nickandcarla.com. If you just want to send an email and once we get to your email, we can actually uh, read it and just uh, freestyle and see if we can answer based off what we see. Um, visit our website and we'll do that for you. Uh, would you like to read it this time? Or you no, want to read it? Okay. No, you All right, we're going to stick to our system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this email, it says, Hi, Carla and Nick. First, I want to say I love watching you guys. You guys always keep me laughing and spreading good advice. Thank you so much. I figure you guys would be the best in this topic matter and would love to get your insight. Okay, so, LOL. (laughs) I am 31 years old with three kids, and I was married to the father of my children. Now I am in the process of divorce. We have been separated for almost three years. Shorty 
At she hold on, she calling us shorty. No, that that's shortly. I think it's supposed to be shortly. Oh, I thought she, she was calling us shorty. I'm she like left the L out. I'm like, why is she calling me shorty? <laughs> <laughs> All right, shortly after, I decided that I no longer wanted to be in that marriage. I met my girlfriend. She is the first woman I have been with. Period. Sex and relationship. We have been together almost three years. And I feel that once some issues are cleared, here comes more things on her part. For a while, she questioned me if I wanted to be with a woman the rest of my life because I wasn't affectionate enough. Okay, so I start doing her love language. Side note, you guys help me with that. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. Then it was me struggling with depression, anxiety, and even suicidal ide- ideations because things just was not going right in my life. She felt like that was too much for her. So she broke up with me, saying that it became too much for her and then admitted that she cheated on me a few months back. Why does this sound so freaking similar? But it okay. She was also she has also said things like she just do things sometimes to sabotage the relationship because she thinks that it's too good to be true. Such as getting mad for small things hanging up in my face. I feel like I'm welling and walking on eggshells with her sometimes. I feel like no matter what good I do in the relationship, she moves the bar, then tries to find something else wrong. So she has cheated on me again and left the house for two days only to find out she cheated with an ex. She then returned and was apologetic, stating, I won't do it again. I want you. I want to be a family. I cheat when I get angry. (laughs) Is it really worth me working it out, going to counseling? I'm really in love with her, but I don't know how much more I can take. Signed, a broken hearted girl. She's just out in the world trying to figure that shit out. It sucks. It's like, you know, you've been with your husband. That shit didn't work. And it sounded like they got married, what, in her twin, like mid-20s. So, you know, you got with him, you got married, y'all done had three kids. And she realized she like, do you think she, hmm, she well, like women said, or? She said they've been separated for almost three years. And she was with that one girl for three years before... It's like she's at the end of the road. Honey, I I just don't know how to feel about this because I know every y'all, y'all know me and Nick, we always say we don't do the cheating. And um, even for some of you all that follow follow us that either watch our vlog channel or watch our reaction channel, um, our reaction channel is mostly geared towards females, right? And um, on that reaction channel, we just had a subject to come up about people taking people back, right? Um, because Cash Doll actually mentioned she feel like people take people back because they're afraid of being alone. And a lot of people in the comment section were saying yes. And, you know, when they do take the people back, they don't fully love them like they used to. And then they find out they still cheated on them again. I feel like people show you who they really are. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that a cheater can't change because Nick and I both have cheated. 
y'all. We've cheated in the past, not with each other, like in other relationships. Oh, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. So, but as Nick said, we're glad that we did that. So when we actually found somebody that was solid, we knew how not to fuck that relationship up. Yeah. It's like, I just don't do the whole cheating thing. I yeah. don't. Um, I've taken somebody back before who cheated again. It didn't go well. So, mm-hmm. go ahead. Well, let me ask you, um, how effective do you think going to counseling by yourself was? I don't think going to counseling by myself. Okay, so it's two parts to this. You can go to counseling by yourself so that you can be able to verbalize yourself like you need to. Because sometimes when you go with your partner, you're kind of scared to say certain things because you don't want them to get pissed off in the counseling session. So I feel like it's okay to go to a session by yourself if you cannot verbalize yourself with that person you're trying to work it out with. And hopefully the counselor can get you all to communicate in some type of way. But... I do not believe in just going to counseling by yourself because it's easy to hide things, right? It's easy to hide things and then the other person is not able to speak on what actually happened. So you only have one side of the story. Yeah, but I think what where I think where I'm trying to get to it is I think she may need to go to counseling to work through not this relate this, this shitty not this shitty ass relationship that yeah, she got going on with this girl talking about she cheat when she get angry and yeah. this shit just sound manipulative it sound like you out there trying to have your cake and eat it too she it sound like she in a toxic she, relationship it, it sound she's in a toxic relationship she's also insecure because again the person you dated right after your fresh divorce with your husband it's like she couldn't really handle that shit either. yeah and it was my first female and I actually fell in love with this helper and she broke me y'all like nobody has ever broke me like that and I actually had to pray the girl up off of me so sometimes like just because it's your first female relationship don't mean that that's who you need to be with and just because you have kids don't mean that you can't find somebody else yes you know I me and Nick, we said something a while ago about how Nick mama was like, God forbid if something happened with her husband. She was like, she putting herself back out there. Mama like, I ain't playing. She said, I don't give a damn if I'm 50. Hell, I'm still finna find me somebody. And my and mom is not giving Man, 50. it was somebody on social media. They got married when they was freaking 60. Y'all yeah. stop letting what's going on right now make y'all feel like y'all can't do something different. Yes, and speaking of that, well, first, two things i don't want to get knocked off track either so i think she should consider going to counseling so uh, for herself to understand like first to work out the emotions from her marriage to this man you know and the fact that she's now messing with like the same sex but then also to understand who what type of person am i to where i'm allowing this person to come in and out of my life cheat on me and tell me this bullshit and you know and still go with it like what's happening with her yeah. Like your your self worth. I, I guess because you got people like me and Carla floating around. I don't know what it took for us to get here, but we have so much self love and self worth where it's like 
that is unacceptable. Yeah, because it's disrespectful. It's like it's putting your life one step closer to danger. And when I say that, I mean STDs and I mean that other person finding out about you or causing some other drama in your life. It's like, I don't like that type of stuff. It's funny because <laughs> Nick just brought up the other day, like before we actually started trucking, y'all, I used to watch all of the Love, um, and, love and Hip Hop and, and Nick used to be like, why do you watch this stuff? I said, shit, because it's drama. I said, I might as well watch the shit on TV because I don't want this shit going on in my life. So it was easy for me to watch the shit going on with other people because this is not some shit that I deal with. Yeah, And it's like, you have to set the bar for yourself yeah. like when I tell you I got to the point I was like fuck that I will be by myself before I let somebody else yeah. disrespect me yeah and she said she mentioned that shortly after um, it says we've been separated yeah shortly after being like separating from the, the father she ended up in a relationship with the girl yeah. and it's like maybe it's like maybe just take a break and take time to yourself and just get to know yourself. You've been with this man since, you know, your mid to early 20s. And then right after you end up in a relationship with her, like, it's okay to be alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was very uncomfortable. My first time having to learn to be alone, go out to eat by myself, yep. go on dates, hang out with my dog. You know, it was very uncomfortable. But after a while, it was very beneficial. I was like, damn, like, this is not so bad after all. I know. I wish she would have put the age of her kids. It's like also... They got to be young, though. You have to know you know what you're showing your kids as well because you don't want your kids to grow up and do that type of stuff yeah they can't be over like teenagers because if she had them let's see even at 20 then that's like what 11 years old for the oldest one so they they young kids yeah unless she had them like 14 15 yeah so it's like you just have to set a standard for yourself and just know like i'm not once you, like Nick said, you either need to go to counseling or yep. you need to sit back and you need to do some self-reflection. Yes, but I take a break. Like, yeah. this girl right here, like, this all cheating when I get angry. Okay, what the fuck she gonna do when she get mad again? So now, this put trauma in you, because now you're scared to make her mad because you don't want her slamming out the door and going to fuck somebody else. Right. When I get mad at my wife, I'm not going to fuck someone else. And she's not doing the same. It's like you got to know your self worth. You will, right. so you can attract someone who who is on that level. Yeah, and then that doesn't help with, you know, you said that you have anxiety and depression. Yeah, and that doesn't help with that. Some people play off, but of that. babe, I want you to speak on it because we spoke on it before, and I don't know if this person have heard you say it. What does it mean to have anxiety or to be depressed? Well, when you have anxiety. That is you stressing over the future. So, so you got constant thoughts in your head of you stressing of a future that you're trying to predict in a negative way and you don't know what the hell the future holds. Yeah. And then depression is you um, constantly thinking about the past, dwelling over thoughts of shit that happened in the past. So really yeah. all of this stuff is your thoughts. Yeah. Your thoughts taking over your body. Because, again, we are our worst enemies. Yeah. And this little female that you um dealing with, honey, please throw her ass in the trash. Yes. The, take the, a break. Find the trash can that have the biggest word trash on it yes. and throw that ass away. Yes. Because it's like, and this is a this was the second thing that I want to talk about. Yes, I remembered. I 
Damn, stab my <laughs> finger in the chair so I can remember. But um, okay, so during me and Carla's anniversary, we had music playing on in the background while we were cooking. Now, what I noticed is that it was like R and B music, the newer, the newer age R and B, and like all the music that was playing, it was these young ass girls, either um, talking about how they want to fuck him or how sad they were over um, over relationships. And I just started really thinking about all the music and all the the the, mu- the movies and shit that we have out there, especially the music that black people listen to. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, all this shit make it seem like good love, good relationship, happy, peaceful lives don't exist. Like if you're yeah. constantly feeding yourself that in your subconscious, it's I, I believe it's a lot of people out there who have accepted this shit based off of the shit that's constantly being stuffed in their head from the music they're listening to, the movies and all that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Carla, like, look at us. We live in our life. We don't like drama. We like peace. We don't like the thought of cheating on each other. We rarely argue. I'm not saying we didn't in the beginning, but we're at a point in our relationship where we know each other so well, where it's like, I know things that'll set Carla off. Carla know things that'll set me off. So we know we've learned how to dance around each other and to make each other comfortable. Yeah. I said this type of love does exist, but it's a lot of people who are beginning to believe it don't. Yeah. And you just have to know that you're worth it. You have to know that you're worth it. And you can't just give up and just be like, oh, woe is me. I'm just meant to be alone or they're just meant to be alone and they're meant to die alone. Look, I don't even like using that affirmation when I make examples. That's how serious I am about the words that I use. Yeah, But it's like, that's another reason why I'm glad that Carla and I vlog and that we're on social media to remind people and show people, y'all, good love and good marriage, it exists. Yeah. And that's with the same sex, the opposite sex, it exists, period. So, um, but yeah, so what's the uh, verdict on this? Uh, on this so this she needs right to throw her in the biggest trash can <laughs> and she needs to take time to herself. Like, I don't know if your kids are young, you need to just, you know, yeah. spend that time with your kids. That's yes. what you need to be doing. And take sitting back reflecting on your past relationships the role that you played not just thinking about them yes. but things that you could have done better and the changes that you oh. could have made if you find yourself not being able to say I did if you say I did everything right then you need to go to a counselor if you yep. can't self reflect for yourself yes that is probably one of the most important things because again the reason why Carla was saying you know you don't want to go to counseling by yourself when it comes to relationships is because you're only telling the story from your side and again when they say when you point a finger at somebody you got three more pointing at yourself yeah. so what I would also try to do is I would reflect self reflect on I would reflect on my marriage that I had and that relationship with that girl and I would just try to find areas in which I could have did different or improve so that I can improve yeah and then I'm not even sure if you are um like if you and your kid's father if y'all have a co-parenting relationship sometimes if y'all have a good relationship or if y'all ever talked about the things that happened in your relationship that can be a, a growing point too because 
you know, your significant other can tell you where you go wrong. Now, if somebody is deceiving you like this female is, I wouldn't be so quick to listen to what the hell they have to say. But I do think that you need to do some self-growth on your end so that you can be happy so that when somebody comes in your life and have these toxic traits, you can know how to steer clear of them. Yeah, it's like you only got one life. You know, you got to protect your peace try to make the best out of this life grow you know have good experiences even me and carla like we're really serious on protecting our peace i remember i got an email uh the other day and um you know nothing against the one who sent the email but she was like hey i left a comment on this channel and then somebody came and said this negative thing about y'all and she screenshotted it and she sent it in the email I didn't even open the screenshot and I let her know. I said, I'm not even going to read this. I said, you know, with being YouTubers and being exposed to like, you know, where like thousands of people are seeing us, you're going to have people that don't fuck with us. Whether it's like they're projecting, they don't like maybe me or Carla remind them of someone or they're unhappy in their life. So they're using us as a punching bag, whatever it may be. It's like, I don't like the thought of feeding them my energy. So even reading the comments, it's like, it's like, don't, don't send, don't send me and Carla no shit like that. Cause we're, we're not going to give it any attention, but that's just how much we are, how serious we are about protecting our peace. Mm -hmm. Not saying we don't see it cause we get negative comments all the time. We deal with it accordingly, but it's like, we don't give it too much attention. So we're really serious about protecting our peace. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I thought this was a pretty good uh, pretty good little. I did too. We dropped a lot of good little gems. Yes, ma'am. You ready for that good old green bean tomato? You already know. Yeah, some people they be like, oh, I like Thanksgiving because I like you know the fact that me and my family get together. I be like, nope, I like the food because <laughs> if the food wasn't there, I probably wouldn't even be there. You know, we don't show up at our family members' house all in the gathering at one time. Hey, at least you being real about it. And I'm gonna tell y'all now, like if I show back up next week when we start recording up no, again for the no, ma'am. I already told you. If I, I can shut mine down, you know I don't have no problem shutting yours down. Yeah, I call them I get a little bitty plate and uh, put like a little bit on your plate. You is not finna be showing out. You already know my grandma's gonna want us to take a lot of leftovers and all that you shit. You don't have to take a lot of leftovers. It's other people there who gonna take it. Hmm. Carly gonna meet my uncle for the first time. Which uncle? Temp. Aww. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, you're going to be able to meet him for the first time. So that'd be cool. My other uncle, Steve, going to be there. You just see all my little family. Hey, we finna turn up. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try to do it outside, Um, you know, for COVID. You know, we're just going to try to do it outside in, in my aunt's backyard to kind of have some type of social distancing action going on. Yeah. Trying to still be mindful of that stuff that's going on. I tell you, that COVID, it really, you know, it really tried to put a wedge in a lot of things. I, I would have probably yeah. been doing way more uh, different things, but you know everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, I would have left the country by now. Yeah, yeah. You know, some people it don't stop them though. Yeah, it's not going. It's not stopping me either, but it is making me uh, take a step back before I just jump into certain. Yeah, things. I'm definitely more cautious because yeah. you know we even had to switch up our gym routine and all of that stuff. We got to the point where we was like. 
We don't Shit. feel comfortable with everybody panning in the gym. We wouldn't even go. We stopped going to our barber. We sure did. Because, you know, him talking over us and breathing all over us and shit. Yeah. See, we had our mask on, but still. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode. If you want to sponsor one of our podcast episodes, just visit our website. Um, very reasonable prices. Go check it out. Um, and I really hope y'all enjoyed this. Don't forget to write in if y'all want some advice or sign up for private uh, one-on-ones if y'all need a little extra attention. You got anything else you want to say? No, I just want to tell them again. Thank you all for the love on our anniversary. And Lady Libra, girl, shout Shout out out to to Lady Libra. Yes. Come through. Come through, ladies. Yes. It's like that's something like when you you just get just randomly blessed by your supporters and your subscribers. It just it means a lot. Yes. Um, and you know, I do wanna say like the reason why I was just telling Carla like I really want to make um, a podcast and drop it on Thanksgiving because it's like I wanted to make it just in case there was someone who maybe was not able to get to their family or they yeah. want some type of entertainment on this day because I know we're not dropping a reaction but uh, and I know sometimes you know me and Carla we used to drive 18 wheelers we did yeah. it for two plus years so we know that some holidays you're not always making it home to your family some some people who are listening to us right now and they're driving their trucks right now making their money and delivering products to us, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So we really appreciate everyone out there for your I hard know. work. Y'all, without the truckers, y'all, we wouldn't even be having a freaking Thanksgiving. Yeah, you wouldn't have that turkey. Yeah, damn. Yes. Green bean tomato. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And um, and I just want to say shout out to all the truck drivers who fuck with us, who's, who's listening to us right now. Shout yes. out to Lady Libra, she's a truck driver. Sweetie, she's a truck driver. We got a, a few truck drivers that fuck with us heavy. Yeah. Um, and then also shout out to the people period who are just at work and they're just using this as some sort of escape or entertainment to just help speed up the time yeah yeah we appreciate y'all but all right y'all thank y'all so much for tuning in we catch y'all next time peace Peace.